Hello and welcome to the Impact Podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion, comments and opinion on everything research and education. We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Finn. We always start our podcasts <laughs> off with exactly the same start, don't we? We do. We do. Hello. Hello. We're here again. Hello. Yeah, let's think of something different for next time. Yeah, we, we are here again and this is going to be our last podcast for the academic year 21-22. Yes. Uh, because we have decided that, you know, this is it. This is the end. The, the, we, we, we've kind of uh, got to the point where we haven't got the energy to do anymore. But we know there's probably going to be a, a Wednesday at the end of term for some people. Some people will have already broken up, but there is going to be a, an additional Wednesday where we're not going to have a podcast come out. But I think by that time, most people will have decided it's enough is enough that they don't want to think about work anymore. Yeah. And then we'll be ready. We'll all be refreshed, ready for September absolutely to hit the ground running again. so i just have to say at the top of this this program that uh, this program oh, the top of this program where podcast finn podcast podcast because i was thinking about <clears> listening <throat> to radio four as i came into work this morning we are recording this on thursday the 7th of july the day that boris johnson said he was going to resign yeah finally yeah. after 50 literally odd. about half an hour ago yeah yeah came in. yeah i i, I listened to radio four all the way in so this is a a uh, portentous day anyway it would be interesting to see what the situation is when you're listening <laughs> yes yes where yes. we are what's in the uk what's then, happens yeah. since then. okay so um what we're going to do today um is we're going to talk about we're, we're going to kind of do a, a review of our entire yeah. podcast since april of well, 2020 we, we wanted to look back didn't we because yes. it's it's you know it's the opportune time because it's the end of the end of the school year coming mm. up obviously yeah, yeah. not quite both of us are you know on our knees we are and, and i'm are. sure the majority well everybody in school yeah are more Running on, their on more on their knees than we are yeah um but it's been a really difficult and challenging 12 months two years two years plus plus yeah so looking back at our podcast because we started our podcast in april of 2020 towards the sort of middle of april of 2020 <laughs> By looking back on our podcast, we get an opportunity to look back over what's happened to all of us yeah. over the last two and a bit years. But um, it's a bit of an autobiography, isn't it, of of COVID, of how we've gone through COVID. Biography. Just a biography to be sorry, order for me and order for you. There you go. Okay, yeah, don't yeah. be technical as well. Yeah. Um, but I think let, let's start with um, something that I think is important for us to say to, to our listeners, and I'm sure that a lot of you have accessed this already, but all of the things that we talk about on our podcast are the things that are populated on Impact Plus. So if you hear anything about some of the, the things that we talk about today, some of the episodes, think, well, I want to know more about that, it is well worth your while going to um, Impact Plus and searching out um, some of our films and our digital workbooks and our, yeah. um, our learning professional learning packs and we've got sketch notes there on as well and obviously you can access the sketch notes for free but if you um, get yourself an ultimate membership and it is very reasonable it's um it's it works out at just two pounds 75 per member of staff if you've got a small school of 25 yeah. staff you know the bigger the school the, the better the, the cost is per month to access absolutely everything we've got some really nice um uh, external links there as well to not very many because you know it's all about making sure that it's quality high thing. quality, quality not so we're absolutely not twinkle you don't have to wade through you don't need shall we say a shit filter yeah you can, everything on there is is high quality um 
we searched informed information, but it's well worth going and having a look at that. But, so if you haven't already, but we've also had a, have a, a look. Um, we've had our end of year business meeting this week as well, which is always a, a joy. <laughs> we, we sit in there and we just trawl through everything, but we've got lots of ideas of new things that yeah. are going to go on to the yeah. website now over the summer. So yeah. we've got some time, a bit of breathing space just to absolutely go in there, check what's on there yeah. is tip top and then we can yeah we'll take some of the things that maybe are a little bit um from a little bit further uh, away than the the more recent stuff but also looking at you know some things that have actually stood the test of time and should still be on there so if you haven't already go to our website www.impact.wales and click impact plus and all the information can be found on there so that's the kind of the selling yeah done so let's talk about today Okay, so last podcast of the academic year. Let's look back on and the things that we wanted to look at. We've actually highlighted all of the podcasts that are in our top 10, as in the top most listened to, because this morning we have reached quite a milestone as well, haven't we? Yeah, 20,000 listens. 20,000. And I think you have to take that into the context of we are very much a niche podcast, (laughs) very niche. Um, it's a nice way of saying very, you know, specialist. Two, two little middle-aged old ladies. I am not sit a middle-aged there, old lady. Thank you very much. Little chat every week. <laughs> there are one thousand four hundred and seventy-three at last count schools yeah. in Wales, and we've had twenty thousand listens to our podcast. And I know that people outside of Wales listen to our podcast, but it is mainly about education in Wales, and I know it has relevance outside of Wales. But you know, when you think about the number of people in education in Wales. Yeah it's it's quite amazing that we've had that many lessons but and on the back of that as well I know on on our previous podcast we've advertised we we announced it was our seventh birthday yeah which is coming up we'd have, we'd have celebrated our seventh birthday by the time oh, yes this comes out so the winner of our competition yes um has also been announced Leanne Samuels well done yes thank well you, done, Leanne. Thank Leanne. you. Yeah. um and I know she's she's already got her professional membership all sorted in awesome. the bag, which is awesome. brilliant. So let's talk about the the episodes from our top ten, and I think it would be remiss of us not to mention one that's actually not in our top ten, but it's one of the few that isn't. Episode one, <laughs> our episode. Oh, one. it's so cringy. I know. Back to it's that kind one, of isn't it? go back and listen to that one because, or if you do, do it with a kind but, heart. But I think it's really important to, to say though that. We were talking about podcasts be- way before lockdown because remember mm. we did a podcast with Tom and Emma from oh, that's right from um, Emma and Tom Card- Cardiff Met wasn't mm. it and we were a guest on their podcast mm. and I was like oh I don't, I don't really want to do a podcast yeah and then COVID hit and mm. our and Darren thank you Darren if you know if you know who Darren is he's a marketing guy um very brilliant he suggested that we did a podcast yeah but so we did one we did and I think that 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 those first few weeks of lockdown were, were they were I mean they, they were, were bizarre for yeah. everybody they, they were very strange but what uh, we were doing is when lockdown happened within a week we we were kind of sort of sitting there strategizing going okay okay this well is diary happen. empty didn't it diary empty everything was face to face what are we going to do uh, having a discussion and we recognized that human connection that was yeah. the thing that was going to be at high premium that was the thing that everyone was going to miss so we needed to find a way to connect with you, our listeners, people out in schools, people delivering mm-hmm. curriculum for Wales, make connecting with you in a way that was more than just you going mm-hmm. on and looking at one of our sketch notes. And I think that 
I mean, that those first second weeks, we we had this thing where we were taking videos of ourselves talking to camera about things that we were doing and sharing them with each other. Oh, it's just painful, painful isn't it? it? Was. <laughs> but it, it gave, you know, we were really focused on we need to connect. Mm. And I think that that has shown <clears throat> over the last two years how that's something that we're all, yeah, we're all focused mm. on. You know, how many podcasts are there now? I mean, there are a lot of podcasts and there are quite a few podcasts in Wales. Yes, um, they are growing, aren't they? But not as... They're quite different from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. But, what, but what was interesting, I know, because you, you pulled up a couple of episodes this morning mm. and listening to, to clips from some of them, mm. how... It's interesting to see how, in some respects, how far we've moved on since episode one, mm. but also with some episodes, how things haven't changed an awful lot at all, even though we're yeah. talking, you know, a good two years away. Yeah. I, I think in some cases there has been a passage of time, but there hasn't yeah. been much progress made. Yeah. And that, that's quite worrying yeah. in some cases, but I think that's why it's actually quite important for us to go through and to look at the, the mm. episodes that have mm. had the most listens. Some of them have been listened to really quite recently yeah. as well. I mean, obviously, we've got more recent episodes that simply because they haven't been around as long, they haven't got as many listens, but they are uh, many of them on the same topics. So that's why this is. But also kind of episodes that we that we would have thought wouldn't necessarily have been yeah as popular they've been up there yeah in the top 10 and the the, the top 10 the you know are we we you know the the, the uh, radio one music is going to be yeah, playing we, in the background the, now the everyone the perfect, down, perfect uh, side of the background but the um the order in which those those top 10 appear is that you know number five was actually number one for a very yeah. very long time and it's only in the last sort of six months or so mm. that that has shifted and changed and actually what is at number one is is really quite important but anyway yeah. let's it's, let's it's our pick of the pods it's the pick of the pods okay so episode one we, we we've got a lot better at it since then it was 17 minutes long we now don't bulk at doing over an hour but it was 17 minutes long we had a script and it was you know it was all very we did a, a resource of the week we don't do that anymore but you know this because there's too many out there to to mention but anyway we've evolved Finn that's what we we've have done. We've we have now one of the episodes in the top 10 that we're going to mention uh, briefly um, it's quite surprising that it's still there but I think it's indicative of how difficult teachers have found COVID mm. how difficult teachers have found teaching remotely how, how we're still finding it Exactly, because it's still happening. The last listen to this was actually in January of this year. And whilst that seems a long while away, the fact that the episode that we're talking about is episode 16, Strategies for the COVID Classroom. You know, that, that I mean, January of this year. Yeah, that must have been issued around about September, October, wasn't it? Of yeah, of the 2020. first year. Yeah. Yeah. So that one has been around an awful lot. But mm. it's, it's actually number 11 in the ranking, but it was incredibly popular during lockdown. You know, it was all talking about video learning and actually it's probably more relevant for teachers teaching teachers you know when we're thinking about professional learning than it is now for schools because schools are back yeah. face to face in a large yeah. it, I think it's around very much around about getting pupils to engage yeah getting pupils to focus yeah not so much more about strategies for or you know which using which particular software and no, no. tips for that it's around about how to make the best of how to have. get pupils to actually engage in what you're doing because obviously it doesn't matter what you're doing if you can't get them to engage yeah you can't get them to turn up even well some of the strategies that we shared in that episode 
we're using ourselves now with teachers yes. a lot. I mean, we did a session yesterday with the fantastic Peter Lee Primary, and we had multiple choice retrieval questions, we had short answers, we had yeah. true, false, we had synchronized send when they yeah. were giving their answers to them, you know, lots of things. We, we weren't having sharing our, our video of us whilst we were focusing on the learning. Mm. When we were doing feedback, we had the video of us, you know, things like that. I think it's probably more relevant, as I say, uh, for teacher professional mm. learning, because mm. it seems to be that's happening a lot still mm. online. But a big chunk of our um, top 10 is actually about reading. Yes, we've had some fantastic guests. We've also done some on our own, but I know that there have been some fantastic guests that yes. have contributed to the such an important topic as well. I know mm. Rob Randall, yes, Yata Rob, yeah. who's done a couple of podcasts for us around. It always seemed to coincide with something that has come out from either from Welsh Government yeah. around that. And we also had Tracy Jones from Mechlin primary up in north wales yeah. talking about the strategies that she'd used in her school to develop that reading culture so just mm. if you wanted to go back and have a look at these episodes episode 43 was a conversation with rob about uh, the importance of reading to progress and how yeah. it underpins everything and w- which is the most effective researched informed strategy for that and it's um systematic synthetic phonics Um, but what's really interesting there was recently Dylan William put something on on Twitter about how progress in reading was better at predicting progress in maths the following year Mm. than if you had progress in maths being able to predict the progress in reading so it just goes to show that actually reading underpins everything everything, which is why I think The reading episodes, the episode 43 with Rob Randall, the special episode with Rob when we invited him back to talk about the announcement Welsh Government had just made um, on funding for reading and episode 50 with Tracy Jones. Why all three of those are super, super well listened to. They're very um, popular um, on our podcast, but because they're also incredibly interesting, very practical some really good ideas in there. It, it was also interesting this week because I know that we do keep an eye on what's going on across the border. And I know the Key Stage 2 SAT results were released oh, yeah. this week. And it was quite yeah. interesting. Out of all of the SAT results, reading was the only one that yeah. was shown an improvement. Yeah, yeah, that, that is really... Which is, and, I, and I think that's something we want to go away and have a little dig around and have a little look at what's what's going on there as well it'd be interesting to see well we did actually the, the first question we had after the sats results came out was um well, what's happening in wales mm-hmm. and um we we couldn't find any information on that uh no data at the moment <clears throat> I, I honestly i'm not quite sure what's what's because there's so many changes it's, yeah. it's knowing you know are, are the results published um, at a, a national level? If so, what the yeah. format is, what, what information can you tell from them? Well, there, there, you know, there was rumblings as well, wasn't it, that reading was the one thing that during lockdown, parents could actually support their children with yeah. a, lot, a lot easier than some of the other yeah. aspects so, of it, which so is interesting. seeing what's happened in your school mm. with reading, you know, having an understanding others, of, yeah. yeah, having an understanding of, where it was in, in 2019, pre-COVID, where it is now, mm. what has improved, not improved. Obviously, children have moved up to school, so you're not going to be testing the same children, yeah. but you're still going to have an understanding of, you know, how close are you to where you feel children should be, which is yeah. ideally reading at an age that is yeah. um, similar to their chronological age. Yeah. 
because if children aren't reading at an age similar to their chronological age by the time you leave primary school, as we were saying to a school yesterday, it then becomes really, really difficult to make a difference to what are effectively non-functional readers if they're entering school at reading yeah. age of seven or well, because, eight. Because we know as English teachers, I mean, yes. we've still spoke to this about this a lot, haven't we, yeah. that as an English teacher, you wouldn't necessarily taught no. at teacher training how to teach children to no. read. So if as an English teacher, you weren't, you know, yeah. what about the rest of the secondary yeah. teaching? But, it, you know, we also need to remember mm -hmm. that schools, schools are structures that work on the economies of scale. So you're working with 30 children at a time. Even if you did know how to teach children to read effectively, how would you do that with 30 yes, children sure, in the yeah. class? You know, you'd have to run interventions. And then, you know, some schools we know at secondary level have got huge swathes of their school population who are reading at 18 months yes, below the chronological yeah. age. And whilst it's well, 60, not 70 percent in some of the exactly. cases, isn't it, whilst it's not a non-functional reader, it is so far mm -hmm. below. And we know the Matthew effect, you know, that, that, that the gap between good readers and readers who struggle just widens over time. So if we if we as a nation, as the minister has outlined in his um, national priority, which is closing the attainment gap for advantaged and disadvantaged That's pupils, if that is the focus, then we need to throw everything uh, yeah. at reading because reading underpins everything. Yeah. And, you know, we've got some really well, and, it, and it doesn't matter there. what fantastic lessons are being delivered you know, no. taught for cricket for Wales. No. If the readers isn't there, absolutely, be you're wasting your time. So, if there. you happen to be working in a secondary school, for example, where you've got sixty percent of your readers who are eighteen months, or below, you don't know how many of your readers, yeah, and there are <laughs> plenty of schools out there like that. Then, then, um, why are you? Why are you focusing on those higher order skills yeah. in subjects? Start asking the questions. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay, nice. so the next kind of topic that, that appears... Oh, we didn't talk about Tracy. Oh, no, no. So Tracy, sorry. Lily Mac. Tracy, um, episode 50, um, where we had Tracy from Methylene School. Now, it, it's actually in the top 20. It's not in the top top 10, but it, it was, you know, it links so well mm. with the other two that are very much yeah. up there. Um, she's got a research-informed approach to reading in her school in North Wales. But it, it's really interesting to see from a head teacher's perspective, whilst she's, she was still very much in the midst of that development, it wasn't yeah, finished no. by any means, but it was, the whole staff have been trained yeah. on systematic synthetic phonics, yeah. including Tracy herself. Consistency. Consistency, absolutely. And they had a very, very structured approach to the developing reading and they were having real um, successes yeah, with it. They can as well. see it coming through, can't they? Yeah. So yeah. you know, this, if w one school in North Wales can do it, then every school yeah. should be able to do it. And I think it's you know, if you're looking for a practical approach at primary level, certainly. I mean, you know, there are different issues at secondary level, but certainly at primary level. And if we get it sorted at primary, yeah. it won't be an issue at secondary. Go and have a listen. Maybe to we need 15. to add to our little reading compilation and maybe get a secondary perspective. That would be interesting for, yes. for the autumn. Yes, we'll, we'll have a think about that. Okay, so the next biggie in our oh, top this, 10. Is my, this is my personal favourite of all of them. <laughs> okay, and this episode, episode 35, was actually number one for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. It's only in the last year that it's actually dropped yeah. off the number one spot. And it was our conversation with Jared uh, Cooney-Horvath. Yeah. 
who at the time was living in on Melbourne in Australia. So it was actually right, quite a challenge to organise a time yeah. when we could actually speak to him. He's now moved back to the US. Well, what was even worse with that, because um, his brother Joe, yes. who was also part of this conversation. Yeah, he was in Arizona. He was Arizona. So yeah, so the three time zones. It was, it was quite just, challenging, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it was a, it was a really awesome um conversation that we had with him and but but can I just say this yeah. was also the podcast that I think that the penny really dropped yes. in some of the thinking that we had around the science of learning and yeah. and, and how pupils learn in the classroom and it all sort of fell the jigsaw fell together yeah. it all fitted yeah and it was like it was that seminal moment wasn't it, it was yeah. just just absolutely yeah. because um what he talks about is actually the learning trajectory. So he talks about how learning happens, what we know about cognitive science, what that tells us about the, the way in which people uh, memorize learning, but also recall learning and how learning is deepened and progresses over time. And what was the kind of the light bulb moment for me, certainly was that it is not either direct yeah. instruction or inquiry yeah. that it's actually both yeah it was the bridge between the two it was yes. it was putting them in the place yes that they need to be in and, and this is why that that conversation that argument always goes on it's because there is um truth in both yeah. sides of the argument yeah. that yes inquiry learning is really useful it does deepen learning it does help pupils to reconceptualize learning but direct instruction is essential yeah. it does start the learning process yeah. it does help you to embed and understand the basics before you move on to that kind of playing with ideas that it is it's the learning trajectory it's knowing it is, when exactly. to use that approach isn't it and i and, think that was key um john hattie has very famously said because the the two approaches direct instruction and inquiry learning um they appear in his effect sizes um, research and direct instruction is given a 0 0.59 effect size and inquiry learning is given a 0 0.31. So just on the surface, it looks like direct instruction is much more effective than inquiry learning. But what he actually says is that he feels that the inquiry learning hasn't got as big an effect size because teachers do it too early. So when you're starting learning, when you're learning about something, you first need to get to a place where pupils have enough knowledge that they have that available to think with. And then they're ready or more ready for inquiry Which learning. makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. it makes sense. So, But Jared also, as well, you can tell how much I loved Jared's little session, is that he's also so much of a, a storyteller and everything he talks about, he takes it back to examples. Examples. And, a, and it just makes that point. And that yeah. goes back to the other bit of research about how effective stories are in you, the learning process. Okay, something I, I, I picked up from reading some research recently that I thought was absolutely fascinating. They did a, a, an MRI scan of people's brains whilst they were being told a story, but they also did an MRI scan of the person telling the story. And actually what they saw is that as the story progressed, that the, the brain scans of the, the storyteller mm. and the story listener actually started to sync. So they mm. actually started to replicate yeah. each other. And if you think about, you know, how we uh, assimilate learning and that it is about, um, you know, the, the connections that you make within your brain, that the synapses mm. firing at the same time, that is just mind yeah, blowing. It is, isn't it? <laughs> is to think about if you want to, if you want learning to, um, to be seen in the same way that you're explaining it, 
user story yeah. and and i think there's a, there's a whole suggestion that when we're thinking about curriculum design that we should be using stories within within the kind of the design process thinking of that narrative and design process and actually i think that's that's probably four or five steps away yeah. from where we are yeah. now but there are steps that schools can take before mm. then is actually saying right okay this is a key concept what story will develop mm. this key mm. concept i mean you know just the things that we've been talking about today we've been talking about stories of you know what we were doing at the time or what somebody said to us and actually we're talking about research we're talking yeah. about pedagogy we're talking about improvement but we're doing it in the format of a story because yeah. we're humans that's how our brains work we we live on a, an arc a narrative arc ourselves in life so but following on from jared's podcast as well because we started to touch on this idea of transfer teaching for transfer yeah that and and i know he's done a lot of research around that and again mm. he's got a couple of stories around that but we then did episode 44 because we yeah. felt it was such an important um thing to talk about about teaching for transfer how do we get that yeah learning to be able yeah. to transfer those ideas and that that knowledge and those skills yeah. into a different context and that was all based on a, a research um a paper by schwartz et al um that was really delved into well what actually is transfer because we talk about it in mm. sort of anecdotal terms that it's it's um a you know the ability to take learning and use it in a new context but there, there was a lot of very practical experiments that were kind of walked mm. through during that paper, which is absolutely fascinating. We very straightforward language, not overly academic. I, I hate the overly academic <laughs> stuff, um, but, you know, it, it, it isn't. And what was really interesting is they were actually talking about our understanding of what transfer actually is, is probably overly simplistic, mm. that transfer is about actual learning during the problem solving process. And for example, if we think about, you know, how do you come up with a brand new idea? How do you innovate? How do you think the things that nobody else has thought? Well, the way you do that is to have lots and lots of deep knowledge about lots and lots of diverse subjects, but ones that relate with the problem that you're talking about, where you can recognize the connections and the links mm. between those things because you have the mental agility. Mm your connections are so many varied and deep that you can be mentally flexible. Yeah. And that mental flexibility is what leads to innovations like removing the second yeah. strike strip on a yeah. matchbox or, you know, it's think of the things that people haven't thought before. You need to have, you, you can't be mentally flexible if you've not got many pots of knowledge to you reflect to have that between. foundation yeah yeah so it is it's all yeah. about the foundations it's all about developing your understanding to a level at which you can be flexible and and the kind of the key thing from that paper was that the older you are the more learning that you've had the better able you are mm. to be flexible but that even when you're a real expert in your own field it's very very difficult still to actually solve problems in a completely different yeah. field yeah. is that that knowledge you base, need that knowledge base to be able to draw upon isn't it? absolutely yeah. and i think this this goes back mm. to a lot of the things that we talk about with curriculum mm. for wales is that whilst there are lots of curriculum design experts out there there are not mm. very many curriculum design uh, curriculum for wales mm. design experts and it does make a difference yeah. if you don't understand what the 
statements that one matters actually are what the descriptions of learning are all of the different policy yeah. avenues how do you put it on, together yeah. if you don't know what the parts are isn't it yeah yeah but so i think it's a sweet it's a Oh, sweet, or a series of episodes, 35 and 44, certainly, yep. together. But also alongside that, following the one we did with Jared straight after, we we felt it was really important to follow up on this idea of uh, knowledge or inquiry. So yep. we explored that in a little bit more depth. Yeah, and that, so that was episode 36. 36 yeah. And, you know, that was quite interesting because what we do, and um, anybody who's uh, who, who knows us well <laughs> know that we do this, <clears throat> is that... Um, we do some bullet points. We do like a, a summary of what we're going to say before we say it. And we've kept all of them. So we can actually go back and look at our the kind of key points from each of our podcasts. And it was really interesting to go back and have a look at this one because it was far more political than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be more about the theory. And actually, it was more about the conversation yeah, about the theory yeah. and how toxic it can be at times. It did get a little bit hairy on twitter at some point didn't it around about that time when yeah. we were talking about because there were there are distinct as you said earlier two distinct camps the there's still the that conversation going about yeah. it's one or the other well, and i think we, since like yeah the night of the 1890s yeah. and i think we're starting to move a little bit more towards the middle or some are we, we've got a hundred and hundred and like 30 years of that yeah. that tradition of that yeah. conversation but i think uh, and I think this episode, episode 36, shows that recently we were talking about social media and how social media yeah. has changed, which has changed, it's become more tribal. And it was very tribal then yeah. as well. And that maybe we haven't recognised how it maybe goes more in waves, but at the moment it's it, it's quite a toxic um, conversation sometimes about which is better, yeah. direct mm. instruction or inquiry learning. And, you know... Welsh Government have got involved in this as well. You know, you see inquiry learning gaining prominence in um, the <laughs> publications um, about curriculum for Wales. You know, the recent publication about the accountability measures actually well, mentions inquiry learning by name, but doesn't mention direct teaching. Yeah. But the danger is as well, though, if these are mentioned in documents and mm. guidance, mm. then it becomes one of those things that we have to tick off that we seem to be doing and again there's that lack of understanding about well when is the right time yes. to be using inquiry learning and it then gets picked up by dare i say yeah. it, people you know commercial operations yeah. like our own but i think that we're slightly different in that we really are focused on giving as balanced a view as possible yeah. but it's picked up by commercial operations who then say well this is the way to do, to it. do it yeah and whilst it might be mentioned in the um, the guidance, there's no statement in the guidance that says, and this is the only way it's to do it. It's not an inquiry-focused curriculum. No, it's, it's a progress-focused yeah. curriculum. So therefore, you should be choosing to do it the way that is going to be the most effective. Mm -hmm. So, and that leads us very nicely onto um, our next one that's in the top 10. And I'm not surprised this is, this is here. Um, the special episode with Jeremy Miles. Well, when he first was appointed as Education Minister mm. back, what was it, about 12 months ago, wasn't it? May. May. May 2021. 2021. Um, and I remember we asked him to come on and it was the first podcast he'd done, he'd done which yeah. was very interesting. So we had a bit of a coup there. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah. I'm um, not sure if he'll ever come on again. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was putting those questions to him. And I know we'd put out on Twitter mm. if people had specific questions that they wanted to ask him as well. Mm. And I know he did a... 
um, a Twitter or Holly J Jeremy yes, yesterday, which did question and answer. There weren't many questions, I didn't think, were answered. Well, there's been a okay, I, I, I think it's worth saying that you know, our politicians are accountable to us. And if they're going to offer a question and answer, they should really answer all the questions and they should give real answers as opposed to, um, you know, you've asked me about professional learning, but I'm not going to answer your yeah. question. I'm just going to say what funding we've got yeah, recently. Yeah, we spent this money on it. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's quite disappointing the, the way in which that has, you know, developed over time because I feel it's a bit of a damp squib because go back Kirstie to Kirsty. Yeah. Okay, we, we did take issue with a lot that she used to get very passionate about things and she didn't always listen to her advisors and there were issues however she cared she was a yeah. uh, she was a politician of conviction and she um when she did a question and answer she she, she really yeah. answered lots and lots yeah, of questions yeah, yeah. and you might not always have liked her answers but they they felt like real yeah, answers yeah. but i think this is this is very much more pr yeah but that that's the way that it seems to be moving mm with some of the things coming out from Welsh Government at the moment. I know we've, we've talk, <laughs> talked about the little Facebook ads, ads that have gone out, but, you know, <laughs> for teachers, it's the summer holidays. It's end of term. That went thank out last for, week. Thank yeah. you for all your hard, hard work again. That was that was the end of June, wasn't yeah, it? There's, so, there's some little teachers go, going, yeah, we've got three weeks left, yeah. and those three weeks are the longest three weeks. I've also noticed, and I just think this is really interesting, and I don't know why it's happening, and I'm just going to mention it anyway, that... Both Welsh Government and Eston are using the same graphics. Welsh Government graphics. Yeah. Eston are using yeah. Welsh Government Because that message graphics. came out from Eston you know, as well, didn't it? You know, they are a publicly funded yeah. body. You know, they do. Maybe they've decided it's more cost effective to use the same graphics, but just an yeah. interesting yeah. thing. They're getting very cosy there. Just, just going back to the Jeremy Mars podcast, we had it on. We had listened to little snippets this morning mm. just before we sat down. Um, but it was interesting that some of the comments that some of the questions that we asked him two years later oh sorry a year later there's been no change no no we asked him and i think this is interesting how he was going to he and his government were going to ensure that all teachers are ready to be expert professional designers uh, professional curriculum designers and his answer was to focus on cluster working which i had thought was was like a little bit newer but obviously it's been around since yeah, may yeah, 20, yeah. Uh, 2021 it's obviously just gained more prominence yeah. now and the uh, national network conversations. Those are the two ways that he mentioned. As, as So there was no um, practical curriculum design, professional learning yeah. back then. And whilst there's lots been promised at the moment, and I know that there's the um, All Wales Consortia well, Project. Well, there's through a professional Lucy learning Green. offer, isn't it, that they've said that um, all, this is on, on the chat Professional yes, so learning entitlements. Entitlement, sorry, that, that resources and from each of the consortium will be available to everybody through hope. Yeah, that was mentioned. But you know, if if personally, if I were minister, and I'm never going to be a minister, but if I were a minister and I was asked this question, what as one of the first questions I was asked when I joined uh, as education minister, then I would have been spending the whole year thinking, well, that's really important. I need to do yeah. something about that. And it's only now that things have got a little bit desperate that that there are things being mentioned but again we haven't seen it come to fruition yet a year later which is interesting so it's i think it's it's a, an interesting lesson whether people would really want to go back and listen to that one i don't yeah, know it's a short one though isn't it there is. even though we do we do pick it apart after yes because there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of analysis afterwards but in 
parallel following on from that as well then we've talked a little bit around that sort of leading into Crickland Wales and where we are mm-hmm. you know the rest of the the, the top 10 mm. all sit around this idea of curriculum and the first set interestingly are curriculum for excellence yeah. so our Scottish guests yeah. and our Scottish conversation and we have been really popular we've got three uh, episodes there Episode 46, where we talk about the lessons from, that we can learn from Scotland yeah. with particular reference to the OECD report that was a, a review of you know, Curriculum for Excellence mm-hmm. 10, 12 years after implementation and how things had gone and the things that were that needed to be uh, identified and the lessons, therefore, Wales could be learning. And that was a while ago now, episode 46, before yeah. we were talking about a year yeah. ago now or more. And actually, what's interesting is a lot of the things that came up then are still issues now and are becoming bigger issues for Wales yeah. things like equity it's a big issue for Wales at the moment and that that seems to be the the focus of the schools we're working currently within Scotland mm. uh, we, we keep we seems like we're going back to that as well yeah absolutely and then we had episode 58 in conversation with James McEnany who's who's written his excellent book class rules the truth about yeah. Scottish schools and uh, well he might as well be writing about Welsh schools it's it's yeah. You know, there's a fantastic um, chapter in his book, which we actually focus on quite a lot because it's all based on freedom of information yeah. requests. It's the statistics. Isn't it? And it's the statistics. Statistics. The data. The data. <laughs> what's, what's actually happening in Scotland and mm. are uh, standards improving or are they falling or is that, a, you know, are standards even a thing? Mm. And it's it's really, really interesting. But we've also got um, episode 76 in conversation with Bruce Robertson, who's a rector, which is their equivalent of a, um, a head teacher from uh, Berkshire High School in Scotland, who's done an awful lot of work on professional learning within Curriculum mm. for Excellence and has written a book about it. He's written three books about it. Sorry, yes, there you go. Teaching Delusion 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. Which, you, if you haven't read them, we thoroughly recommend. They are really, they are really, really, really good, the whole series. But we've been working with Bruce on book three. Yes. For a um, illustrated, version. illustrated version. Yeah. And I think the, the things that, come, that comes across through Bruce's writing is that it's a little bit like an iceberg. You know, mm. what you actually see on the pages is just the very top part of his mm. deep understanding of how learning works and how teaching should happen as a result. And it's very, it, his writing is quite spare. There's, you know, it's not a, uh, a long book. It's not a verbose mm. book. There's not lots and lots of content. There's just the very easy to get into content. It. Yeah. And it's very, very mm. clearly structured. You know, true scientist, he's just setting out the facts. Uh, well, the facts, that's, that's probably um, going a little bit too far. But the, um, the most important elements of what good teaching can look like and the issues with yeah. it as well the, the mutations that can yeah. happen which is why we had the conversation with bruce yeah. about sketch notes to support the book which yes. i think is going to be really exciting yes. very exciting coming to the last couple of chapters yeah. of that now as well okay so the the um last kind of topic headline mm-hmm. that happens in our top 10 like i'm sure if you're currently working in wales or in scotland you won't be at all surprised by this is assessment in curriculum for wales yeah, big yeah. sigh, big yeah. sigh. We keep coming back to it, don't we? And I think it's it's going to form the basis of many other podcasts yeah. to come. Well, there are plenty of other podcasts we haven't got on our list here that are outside the top 10. And the reason they're outside is because they're but, new. But, every, but I still sigh every time I see comments 
on Facebook, on Twitter around assessment that the penny had, you know, that people are not thinking about. Somebody it. asked on Jerry, Jerry Miles yesterday, when are the achievement outcomes for, and this is, I'm quoting yeah. here now, when are the achievement outcomes for Curriculum for Wales going to be published? Well, somebody else also asked, <laughs> when, when are they going to be broken down? Yes, yes. When are we going to break down know. progression steps into yeah. smaller sub And here we are in July oh. 2021. Two, yes, still talking about those things. Seven, so I think we've still got a lot of work to do. And can do. I just say that this is something that Kirsty Williams always said. Mm. And at the time I thought, well, I'm not sure that's strictly true. And now we can see it absolutely wasn't true mm. that um, we were told from 2015 curriculum mm. and assessment are going to be designed in parallel. They're going to be designed concurrently. And that's absolutely not what happened in, in practice. You know, whilst schools might have been encouraged to do that, they weren't doing it because they didn't yeah. understand, because there wasn't the guidance out there, there wasn't yeah. the explanation of it, what it actually meant. The idea that schools should be designing their own assessment arrangements is, is quite new yeah. uh, in the understanding of uh, how that should be developed. It, I think the podcast were just around about the understanding of assessment. It yeah. was about that the focus was on the guidance from our government oh, because yes, it's yes, been yes. so complex and <sighs> there's been so much of it. I mean, somebody made a comment yesterday about, you know, it was tongue in cheek about, oh, but we haven't heard very much from our government last week because <laughs> they haven't, they haven't sent us very much at all. And they it was, sent it was us like, two well, there was three, there was three just oh, last my week. God. And, and you just think, well, it, it's about being able to wade through the doc, the documentation words, and the words, guidance. And let's pull words. out those two or three things that yeah. are really important that we need to focus on yeah. because teachers and schools haven't got the time to sit you know, okay. and, and do that. What's what's really interesting is we had episode 65, which was the changes to assessment that we published back in January of this year. Yeah. Then there was the special episode on the assessment consultation. Yeah. So they put out the draft assessment guidance mm -hmm. and then they'd run a consultation on it. Then we had episode 79, where we were talking about the practical implications, making the assessment guidance making it work. actually work. Yeah. Since then, we've put out two more. So there was uh, another one on yeah. assessment, and then there was another one on accountability. And whilst Welsh Government might say they're breaking the link between assessment and accountability, yeah. we're not even sure that that's actually possible. So it, it's there's, there's just words, 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 and words about assessment and actually there are some really clear um strategic and also practical steps mm -hmm. that schools can uh, take in order to get assessment right in their school so episode yeah. 79 if you haven't yet listened to it and a lot of people have i think it's actually uh, in the top three um of our podcast go yeah. have a listen to it because we we talk about the work that we've done with schools we talk how about how to make it work the mm. steps the actions that you need to carry out in order to get mm. to a point where you're clear about how you're assessing progress how you're assessing learning you know stop ticking boxes start yeah. tracking progress yeah and that's what's really important so bottom line well our bottom line is uh, we want better we want better yeah but I, you know it's as i said at the beginning isn't it it's interesting just to go back and listen and mm. When we think we've moved on, mm. certain things certainly haven't. Yeah. And I, some things have. Yeah. But and I mean, and I know we we try not to be, you know, completely critical because there are yeah. some really good things going on. But I just think 
what we you with know we're, we're talking about we? moving on or not moving on I think one thing that just struck me then you were saying yeah there's been passage of time but there's been so much work yeah I mean we've done a lot of work on it over time you know, Welsh Government has put out a lot of guidance on it. Schools have done so yeah. much work. What it. difference has it actually made? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do something, make sure it's something that actually makes a difference to the yeah. learners. Yeah. I think a lot of the time, you know, we look at the guidance and we forget that, you know, we want to make a difference to learners. We want them to learn what they need to learn mm. and learn mm. um, learn it in a way that it doesn't go away, that they don't forget it long term. Yeah. So what's so coming anywho, up for us? That has been our podcast journey. <laughs> Yeah, quite a journey into it. Uh, so we will be doing more podcasts. We are actually recording one uh, next week with um, a very important guest. So we'll talk that, about that. That'll later. go in, in the autumn. Yeah, and that's brilliant. really exciting because it's um, one of the things I think schools are struggling with a lot at the moment, which is um, individual resilience for learners. How, yeah. What can you actually teach them that will make them better at being resilient? So yes. that's that's really, really interesting. Obviously, it's the end of our academic year, so we're doing lots of strategic Pl- planning, planning. Working and planning ahead, aren't we? So we've got yep. our planning day yep. next week, so we're going to sit down and have a little bit. But quite exciting today, after we've recorded this podcast, we're going to be starting on our... Just checking the time. <laughs> on our Abu Dhabi contract, which we've been waiting... We've been talking about Our curriculum writing ages, project. Yeah, we are actually, actually going to start writing green, on that. green light is on. Yeah. So yep. we're starting that one, so it's good. I'll also be sleeping quite a lot. <laughs> I think it's post-COVID symptoms, isn't it? It's oh, just really we're struggling. both exhausted. And I think we have discussed getting a little sofa to put in the office <laughs> so we could have a little nap. But then yeah, you quite rightly said it. yes, so we'd be fighting over it. So yeah, we'd have I, to take it in a half hour slot. I actually went to bed. Oh, this is this is shocking yeah. to to um I went to bed at half past nine last night. I slept right through. It's obviously needed. And though. I could still I, when I woke up, I still could have had more sleep. I'm sure there are lots of you yeah, out there yeah, who yeah. are struggling with the same yeah. thing. But post-COVID, I'm just it yeah. was really mild. I didn't take any time off work and yet I can't shake it. Yeah. It's, it's just that long we long, can't shake it. But let's let's get to the point where we we we'll be back. Yeah. But of course our term term to term starts in August because our Scottish schools yeah. are back in August because they're already on their summer holidays yeah. majority of them which is quite exciting so we're back with Scotland in August but obviously within we've been picking up our, all our clusters and we've got a new big cluster oh yes we have, hopefully yeah. starting yeah. again in the autumn so with yeah. the number of clusters we're working we're, with is brilliant do you know what assessment we're almost fully booked for the autumn term already yeah. and we haven't even started yet so that's fantastic news but um Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Thank you for putting up with our rambles. Yes, yes, we really, really appreciate all of our listeners, and it does make it makes a, such a difference to us uh, to know that there are people out there who who listen to what we say and that it's yeah. useful to you. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we've got, I think, what by the time this goes out, we'll have just over a week to the end of term. So even Hang though when there. you listen yeah. to it, we know that summer is not quite there. But, you know, just remember that we, we'd love you all to have an amazing, yeah. restful, uh, recovery-filled summer. Yeah. And we will see you all in, in the podcast sense yes. in September. We will. Speak soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. You can find us online at www.impact.wales. You can also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Impact Wales. On Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.